Welcome to episode six of Empower Central, the podcast for parents, teachers, and youth workers. I'm your host, Kristen Perona. We explore topics on Empower Central that will empower you as you guide and impact the next generation. Today, we have Central's athletic director and physical education specialist, Crystal Burklow. Welcome, Coach Burklow. Hello. It's great to have you here. And listeners, today we are talking about lifetime sport and the importance of early exposure to lifetime sport. Sometimes we focus on spiritual health, mental, emotional health, and today we're talking about physical health. So coach, would you tell us what is lifetime sport? How do you define that? Lifetime sport is one that you can play for your whole life. It's something that you may learn early in life, you may not learn it till later in life, but it's something that at all ages you can enjoy and you can enjoy it intergenerationally as well. For example, something that you could do lifelong would be cycling, jogging, swimming, walking. A lot of times it's things that you wouldn't typically think of as a sport, but maybe something you would do with your family on a camping trip or even at a church camp or a youth organization where it's something you're doing organized, but because the competitive side of it is not as intense, it's something that you can do whether you're young or old and something that even if you don't have a great affinity for sport, you can still really love and enjoy. And this is such a critical topic right now because the whole concept of organized sports, how it has changed our culture and how it's changed this generation's culture from how we grew up. We had so much time on our hands as kids and our moms would tell us to be home by dinner or be home by dark and we were exercising organically, just playing in the backyard or at our neighbor's house. And now our kids' lives are so scheduled. So I love that we have you here today, and I think this is something that we all need to pay attention to. So why is lifetime sport such a passion of yours personally? For me, it really started when I was a child in my own PE classes. Um, I didn't have a great affinity for sport but I loved being active, I liked being athletic, I enjoyed being busy, and I was really fortunate to have physical education teachers that were really intent to help everyone find something that they could take ownership of and grow a love for that created fitness and activity throughout adulthood. So this is, became one of my goals when I was a student studying kinesiology, was really learning what aspects of physical activity taking it away from sport specific, can I bring into my gym that kids are going to be able to grow a love for early, that they won't fall out of love with when their bodies can no longer keep up or when their schedules become too busy. So you're talking about looking at activities that can promote cardiovascular health and flexibility and not just a certain skill on how to play soccer. Yeah, taking it away from a kick specific to shooting a goal, specific from how to strike a ball in baseball, and taking it more holistic to where they're just growing a love for being active and the exposure that they can get in school can then carry over into other things that create confidence for them in adulthood to where it's not a huge leap to decide to go and try a Hatha yoga class because they're afraid of movement or Mm -hmm. of stretching, or to where they have a confidence that, you know what, I never really was a great runner, but now that 
I have a group of friends that are going to train for a mar- half marathon together or a full marathon. Um, I have that confidence because I was exposed to it early on and in a way that's not um, always competitive. For example, one way I like to make running non-competitive in PE is that rather than saying we're going to go and run X amount of laps, which then tends to your really fast kids finishing first, your medium speed kids finishing somewhere in the middle, and then your children who are least athletic or just really don't enjoy running coming in last. I set them up to run a time frame. They're going to run six minutes today. They're going to run four minutes today. And I grade that based on their age and their ability. And then they're all able to start and finish at the same time. And then really gauge themselves. I ran four laps last class and this time I was able to do five. That way their improvement and things like that, they grow confidences based on their own accomplishments versus how they did compared to someone else. Sort of like how an adult would be training, like you said, a half marathon or maybe a 5k that has never run a race before and they set the timer and they run for 30 minutes and then they're surprised that as they track their mileage over the weeks, they're able to run more in that same amount of time. Yes. And to try to take the stigma away that running is a punishment right. and running is a pleasure. Right. Absolutely. So we hear as parents of young children or parents even as of teenagers, we hear that we need to be more active and we need to get our kids away from their phones and we need to get our kids away from the devices and off the couch and to be more physically active. Can you talk more about that, how to make it more regular part of family life and why that's so important? Studies have shown that lifestyles learned as children are much more likely to stay with a person into adulthood. If sports and physical activities are part of your family life and part of that priority, um, it provides children a foundation to see it as something that they should do over their lifetime for their overall health, as opposed to just something they're doing in school, something they're doing to get a scholarship. We hear how young children's minds are more malleable, and for the for example, how kids should learn a foreign language actually when they're younger, mm-hmm. rather than waiting until high school, because they can absorb so much at that young age, and their brain is making so many connections, so it would be kind of the same thing here, would you say? It really is. Um, something we talk about a lot in the kinesiology world is setting up neurological pathways for muscle memory. And the younger you are when you start developing those pathways of muscle memory, for example, how to throw, how to catch, how to move and change direction quickly, um, the easier those skills become as they get older. Whereas if for the first time a child is being exposed to running is when they're 12, it's not going to feel as natural because those pathways were not developed early. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that physical education programs in schools really do emphasize lifetime sports, as well as activities that are not just best for athletes. Cycling, jogging, bowling, golf, inline ice skating, um, rollerblading, badminton, skiing, jump rope, racquetball, walking, and dancing. Our very first episode was with one of our preschool teachers, Janet Heinemann, and her topic was the importance of play. Our guests actually choose the topics that we cover. Our guests choose what they are passionate about, and that's what we dive into. And for Janet, the importance of play was very 
important and the American Academy of Pediatrics here they're saying hey your younger kids need to be just playing more in an unstructured environment and now they're saying actually they need to keep doing that they need to just do lifetime sport and not just the competitive sport what are some examples we do have some teachers that are listening what are some examples of lifetime sport that you have incorporated into your physical education curriculum and program that have worked really well and some things that other teachers could incorporate. Maybe they're not PE teachers, maybe they're just teachers who are monitoring recess. What are some things they can do or what are some things some parents can do on the weekends with their kids or if their kids haven't started school yet? So some of the things we incorporated last year were your basic walking and jogging as part of our warm-up routine. We did elements of bowling incorporated with some soccer skills, incorporated with hockey, growing an interest there to be able to dive into that actual sport at a later time since bowling is just such a family-centered thing, something you can do as young children with your parents, something that you hear common as something that's done um, in the senior years, bowling clubs, different things like that. And my favorite two were jump rope and dance. They're more independent activities, things that you can just do on your own, things that you can do as part of a training program. This year, we're doing the same ones as last year and adding to them um, badminton and martial arts. So we've talked a lot about lifetime sport and the importance of training our children to develop a love for being healthy and for staying active. What do you have to say about competitive sports? I know at Central, We do have soccer teams, we do have basketball teams, we do have softball and t-ball and baseball. What are your thoughts on competition? I think it has its place, but I think it definitely has to be something that we allow our children to choose. Competition is healthy, but it also has to be something that the child wants to participate in. If it's being forced on them, then that sport that they're associating it with is going to create negative feelings towards physical fitness. One thing that I think is important is before the age of 12 that we give our kids an opportunity to have multiple exposures to multiple sports. It's really important to us here at Central as well that our coaches who coach our volunteer teams that they receive a little bit of guidance as to what is really important in sport and that we're teaching camaraderie, that we're teaching good sportsmanship, that we're teaching um, a love of team and respect for others and that those are the values that are taught at a young age out in the competitive field or court or diamond because after these younger years it does get much more competitive and if they haven't been given the opportunity to learn that early before they specialize in one sport that they really want to focus on then their focus may be skewed they may not see um, sport for what is it is foundationally meant to provide and that's a community in a way I feel like our conversation is a little bit pushing against the culture of today of our our young families (laughs) and I think that's important. Our parents are worth giving them topics to think about and to really wrestle with. Coach, thank you for being with us. We appreciate your time and we appreciate your expertise and definitely your passion. Well, thank you guys for having me. Tune in again to Empower Central, where we will explore topics that can equip you and empower you as you raise the next generation.